Happy New Year to you all. I'm glad to see you all in this space. Some of you may know, and some of you may be a little surprised, that we have shifted our 11 o'clock services because we are beginning some construction on our campus. And so for those of you who may have shown up looking for the traditional service, we're so glad that you're here in the contemporary service. Give it a try. It sounds so good in here. The music sounds great. As we begin this new year, we always begin with the baptism of Jesus, the story that we just heard in our gospel lesson. This baptism of Jesus story always goes hand in hand with Epiphany. And Epiphany is what we just celebrated over the last couple days. And that Epiphany story where Jesus' birth is known, made known to people outside the Jewish community, outside of the people who knew about the prophecies, that kind of epiphany moment goes right together with the new beginning of Jesus's baptism. Now, for those of you who have studied the Bible, you know that there aren't a lot of stories that take place in all four Gospels. Each of the Gospels tells a different kind of perspective of Jesus's story, but the baptism story is in all four. In each of the four Gospels, that is how Jesus begins his ministry. Baptism, for us, is also a new beginning. For some people, it would be easy to kind of think about baptism as a box to check, something that you have accomplished, like when you get the water and you get the oil, then you are done. But actually, baptism is like the beginning of a race. The starting gun goes off and you start a long journey. That baptism moment starts the journey of our discipleship, where we chase after the person that God made us to be, being filled up with the Spirit as we go so we can go out and impact the world in amazing ways. Baptism is that powerful beginning. And so for us in this first Sunday of the new year, I want us to begin to think about our own new beginnings, what God may be calling us into that is new this year. Beginnings are really a part of life. If we think back to how we were when we were very young children, we did new stuff all the time. It seemed like every day we were doing something new again and again. That kind of continued through teen years and then young adult years where new beginnings are just constant happening all the time. But then as we age out of those young adult years, new beginnings don't come quite as frequently. For those of you who are older than young adults in the room, I wonder when's the last time you voluntarily did something new that wasn't kind of forced upon you? Most of us begin to like predictability and consistency. We like to know what's going to happen before it happens. And so we often will begin to resist doing new stuff because we're comfortable with the way things are. That kind of comfort can actually keep God from working inside of us and doing new things within us. Reminds me of a story of a guy I knew in a former church. He had been a volunteer his entire adult life. He had been super involved. He was an attorney, so he had served as a chancellor. He had served on the vestry, and he was nearing age 60. And about that time, most people are beginning to think about retirement, planning for whatever retirement would give them. But for him, he started to feel a call to ordained ministry, and he thought he was crazy. And he began to have conversations, and he would pray about it. And as he had those conversations, people began to affirm his call. So at age 60, he and his wife decided that they were going to leave sell their house, move, and go to seminary. And they thought surely their friends would think they had lost their minds. 
But what ended up happening after they had made it public and they knew they were going to move, their friends would slowly come around them and tell them something surprising. They would tell them that they were in a predictable path of life. You know, they'd wake up and do the same thing every day. They'd have lunch at the same time. They would do the same thing in the afternoon and then in the evening, and then they'd go to sleep and they'd wake up and they'd do it all again. And here, they were starting a new journey. They were starting something new and it was exciting and they were jealous. And I've always remembered that story because it doesn't matter at all what they were doing, but here these people were having kind of achieved what everyone hopes to achieve, that moment where you can retire and what? become predictable, when really people were a little jealous that they were doing something new. That newness is something we all get a chance to consider at the beginning of every new year. As New Year's comes and goes, resolutions are often on many people's minds. I have stopped making New Year's resolutions because I'm really terrible at keeping them, but I wonder how many of you have made a resolution this year? Any of you actually thinking that you want to try to do something new for yourself? If I were to ask you to make a list of things you want to change, of things that you would like to change about you or about your life, it might take a minute for us to kind of get warmed up. But once we were warm, I bet most of us could make a long list of things that we would like to change. How many of us actually work on that list? Try to make those changes. My guess is most of us don't really. We know about them, but we don't actually try to do anything about them. Why is that? My guess is that we're sort of afraid of failing. We know whatever we do and however we try to do something, it's not going to be perfect. Well, surprise, of course it's not going to be perfect. But see, you don't have to be perfect to begin. You don't have to be perfect to start something new. And I think that that's the invitation that we have today as we start this new year and we consider Jesus's baptism. In our own lives, we have been given the gift of baptism. And in a few minutes, we're going to renew our own baptismal covenant. But rather than just letting those words kind of go over us and like, you know, holding our breath until we're actually get to communion and then we can go to lunch. Instead, if we are courageous enough to kind of open ourselves up and really let those words wash over us. Did my microphone just go out? It did. How about this? There we are. I don't know if God didn't want me to say what I was about to say. We'll see. <clears throat> Instead of resisting that and assuming that we just, we know these words and we're just going to ignore them, Listen to the words. Listen to what we are asked to do. Listen to what we are challenged to do with our lives. And maybe for the first time in a long time, we can actually open ourselves up to receive the challenge, receive the gift that baptism gives us, and we ourselves may be changed. I know I've told this story in the past, but I, we go to Florida over the Christmas holiday because that's where we are from. And we're from the Tampa St. Pete area. And in the Tampa St. Pete area, in a place called Tarpon Springs, there is the largest Greek community in the world outside of Greece. And the Greek Orthodox community there does one thing every epiphany that I have always loved to watch. Even as a kid, it would be on the news. And that is they gather together at the docks and the bishop throws a white cross into the icy cold water. And then all the young men jump. I don't know why it's only the men. I figured, you know, maybe they'll change that sometime. But all the young men jump in the water 
and they dive into this icy cold water to grab the cross. And whoever gets the cross gets good luck and blessing for the year. And I think to myself, like the polar plunge, it is cold. And these guys jump in to this cold water and it's a shock to their system. And in a sense, that's kind of what epiphany, that's what baptism is all about. It's shocking our systems and pushing us in a new direction. For us today, we get a chance to figuratively jump into that icy cold water and let God shock us into doing something new. We have the opportunity to do something new in the world. We have all been created by God with gifts and purposes to use not only in this community, not only in your families, but out in the world in powerful ways. And if we simply allow ourselves to stay comfortable, we're never going to actually let God's Spirit work through us to impact the world in the amazing ways that we can. So the invitation today, as we begin this new year, as we go through our own renewal of our baptismal covenant, is that we allow God to nudge us and push us and guide us so that we can do something new now, new in a way that might scare us, but new in a way that will help build God's kingdom on earth right now. And if any of you out there have not been baptized, see me after the service because we can solve that problem. As we begin this new year, Open up your hearts. Let God in. Let God shake you from the inside out and allow God to move you in new directions. Those new directions require commitment. And so the invitation is to commit in new ways within this community to allow God to change you from the inside out. And when he does, your impact will be beyond anything you could imagine. Happy New Year. Amen.